Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Uh, Grab your Bibles and turn to Romans chapter 11. We're going to be starting in verse 1. I ask then, has God rejected his own people, the nation of Israel? Of course not. I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham and a member of the tribe of Benjamin. No, God has not rejected his own people, whom he chose from the very beginning. Do you realize what the scriptures say about this? Elijah the prophet complained to God about the people of Israel and said, Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. And do you remember God's reply? He said, no, I have 7,000 others who have never bowed down to Baal. It's the same today. For a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, his undeserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness, then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. So this is the situation. Most of the people of Israel have not found favor with God. They are looking for so earnestly. A few have, the ones God has chosen. But the hearts of the rest were hardened. As the scriptures say, God has put them into a deep sleep. To this day he has shut their eyes so they do not see, and has closed their ears so they do not hear. Likewise, David said, Let their bountiful table become a snare, a trap that makes them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble, and let them get what they deserve. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their backs be bent forever. I don't know if you've noticed this up to this point But Romans, as a book, as a whole, is really well balanced as far as Paul leading us through this logical argument as he continues to unpack and explain what it means to be a Christian. Paul starts to make a strong point in one direction, and in case you start to go too far in that direction or start to swing too far in in that general direction, Paul brings us back again to center us on the gospel, on the work of God through Jesus, which is why he again and again, two times in this passage, points out God's grace being undeserved and free. And you see that, especially in verse 6 and in verse 5. As you take a look at God's grace being given to the Israelites, being given not just to the Israelites, but to all people, God's grace is extended to all, we see that in doing so, God points us to the fact that we do have his mercy and it is, we do have his grace and it is freely given. And as we start to see, in case we start to see that God favors one person or one group of people over the other, we see that he is unbiased. And Israel, again, is seen is still the heirs of the promise, the covenant, the law, etc., and so on and so forth. The Messiah comes through Israel, but Paul brings us back and centers us on the fact that even though they had received that, God does not, even though they received that law, and even though they missed the Messiah, God does not hate them. They're still Israelites. And Paul says, I'm an Israelite, in case you forgot. I'm the one, uh, one of the ones that are children of the promise. I am the one, one of the ones that have received that through grace. And he is part of the remnant that Paul talks about in uh, these verses, as he points to the example from 1 Kings 19 and 20, as the prophet Elijah, one of the many times in Israel's history where there is a remnant still remaining of people who are faithful to God. Paul gives us a full diagnosis of what the situation is here, though, in, in these verses we're looking at today. The Jews are still loved by God. 
They had received the law, but had largely, largely rejected Jesus. And here's the catch, right? As we take a look at the Jews and you take a look at that and you would say, well, how could they miss Jesus? How could they be so blind and oblivious to the fact that the law points us to the fact that we need a savior? The rest of the Old Testament points us forward to the fact that Jesus is the coming Messiah and he fulfills all of these prophecies. How can they miss that? Here's the catch, right? Because the Jews, as they are obedient to the law, as they follow the law, they believe that they are living in obedience to God, which is really, really kind of the catch, right? You are you are being disobedient and you're not getting it, even though you are following something that is good, right? Even though they are still believe that they're following God, even though they are believing that they're in obedience, they miss the one to whom the law points to. And in many times in the past, there's a remnant who remains faithful to God. And this is all throughout their history. But after hearing the message from God, those who refuse to believe it or understand it. This is what happens to those who reject the message. They become this stiff-necked, uh, hard-headed people. The, their hearts become hard. And this is what Paul suggests and points out from Isaiah 29, verse 10, Deuteronomy 29, verse 4, and as well, Psalm 69, verses 22 to 23. And these are in verses 8 through 10 as we concluded the reading for today. Is also what we see happening in Romans chapter 9 is that as you hear the word of God and as you reject it, God allows you to reject that. You are opting to follow your own path instead of following him. And what we read in chapter 1 of Romans, God turns people over to that kind of obedience. Paul is driving us here to conclude with him in Romans chapter 11 that the church is a really bizarre place. Now that's church with a capital C. It's really a bizarre place. It includes Jews who receive the message of grace from God, that remnant that he's talking about here, but it also goes so far as to include the Gentiles who are grafted in and adopted into God's family. And Paul is coming to a place where we are able to celebrate all together as the people of God, God's work through us. Now, that being said, I want us to go. It's a little bit of a reading assignment for the takeaway point today. I want you to go back and read the passage from 1 Kings chapter 19 and 20 and consider how that message fits into what Paul is talking about in these verses for today. Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.